What's up, Eugene? Hey, Jamie. And this is Esperta. And it's Animado, guys. And welcome to the, the Capoeira Podcast. Podcast. So this episode is actually continuing from part one with Akko. This is part two of Pregnant and Playing. Yes, we're speaking with uh, Sochi, Naomi, and Dana. And uh, we were actually originally, this was going to be one episode, but since um, Akko has two kids, she really didn't have uh, the time to get together with the others and tape. So what we did was we got her before, and then we met up with the girls after class. Later on, on that evening, and then we spoke with them. And there was just a lot of good content, just so... There was so much good content that we had to make it two, two parts. So, um, welcome to the Capoeira Podcast, episode 12, Pregnant and Playing, part two of two, nice. coming at you right now. My name is Sochi. My name is Naomi. My name is Dana. Okay. My Capoeira name is Kiana, and uh, I got started in Capoeira, um, San Francisco, California, and um, I was actually at a club one night, I was in my early 20s or mid-twenties, and um, I actually saw a performance at a club, and they did some capoeira and makulele, and I had been doing other, you know, dance classes and different things, um, but when I saw capoeira, I was like, that's what I want to do, and so I actually, then I happened to be on Piedmont Avenue in Oakland, and I saw a flyer for um, a week for $10 of Capoeira or something like that, some coupon at um, Capoeira Arts. And so I went there and I tried it out for a week and just did like a very beginner class. And I really liked it. So then I just went into, um, that was like an intro class. And then I went into a beginner class and was just thrown in there. And I was like, what is going on? I have no idea what I'm doing. People are doing like crazy bridges and stuff. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this right now. Um, but at around the same time, I decided to actually go live in Brazil and teach English there. And I went through a program to, um, teach, uh, learn to teach English as a foreign language. And, um, and in that program, I actually met a guy who was also going to Brazil and his cousins were training capoeira. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. So he left for Brazil and then I left a few months after and I met up with him there and all of his cousins and they were already training and everything. And so I just jumped right in, and I stayed there for a year, and that's basically all I did. I mean, I taught English, but I just trained every day for a year. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, That was, um, they were from a school in Humboldt. um, Mm. CDO, yeah, I think it was CDO, actually. That was my first group in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And and so then I I trained for a year. I loved it. And then I ended up um, tearing my ACL while I was there. And Ooh, so wow. that really put a damper on things, so I came back. And then I took a few months off um, because my, my knee was still still healing. And then I moved back to Oakland, and so then I fa- I started training with a different group, Omolu Capoeira, um, mm-hmm. in Oakland. And then eventually I moved to L.A. and for grad school. And then that's when I, just, I trained with Omolu for a little while, but because I was commuting to the South Bay and I was living in uh, West L.A., um, I found Batuki, and after the first class, I was like, this group's the best, I'm staying here, and so from then <laughs> on, I think that was like 2006, around 2006, and so now it's been, you know, however many years, like eight years. Nine. Nine, Nine. years, <laughs> yes, I can yeah, do that. Yeah, we can count. We're, we're realizing that a lot of us are right in that same region where we started. Generation yeah. wise, yeah. right? Yeah. It, yeah. So, and I can't believe because when people say, How long have you been training? I don't feel like. Absolutely, I, I agree. You know, and so it, I'm kind of almost embarrassed sometimes to be like, like 13 years, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, especially lately because of the pregnancy and the baby. I've like really, you know, kind of stopped. Right. I mean, just train like off and on when I can. So that's my story. Okay. My name is Dana Maman. My capoeira name is Mia Velia. Um, I've been doing capoeira ever since I was in ninth grade. I'm now, this year I'll be 35. It's a big wow. number, but I started in Israel, and I started when capoeira was just starting out over there. <clears throat> 
So uh, I remember for a while taking uh, a bunch of the beginner classes over and over. And then I did, I did the military service over there, so that was two years that also I could... Uh, I came back home only once a week, sometimes once every other week. Mm -hmm. So I could only do it um, on the weekends and stuff, and sometimes in the base, in the gym. Uh, so I, st I started Capoeira... Mm, seeing the movie, and then a friend of mine gave me a call and said, "Oh, this dance studio is giving classes, so you should, you know, I know you you thought it was cool. You that you should try to do it. I've always been into sports. I've always been uh, into martial arts. So capoeira was one of those things that made it uh, fun for. It was like a comfortable way of moving for me." Because uh, it combined, and I've, I've played violin and I did music ever since I was like six or something. So the drumming, the music, the martial art, it's just like it felt like home. So I, I kept doing it. I'm actually surprised that I lasted this long considering the two years that I had to do in the army. Like now I see myself, because of the pregnancy, having some limitations and how hard it is for me now. Mm -hmm. But having two years of service was like, oh, whatever. You know, I'm surprised because a lot of people in Israel, that's the time where the groups over there kind of sometimes lose them. Oh, okay. You know, because it's, it's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. some people, they don't come back home every day. So for me, I'm really surprised that I took it so lightly. I even gained... Over there in the military, it's kind of like how people look at college over here, like the 10-pound oh. or something. Freshman, freshman 10, freshman, freshman 15. 15. Yeah. I, 15 like, for you? I, no, I was freshman. <laughs> I, was like I freshman never went 20. to college, so that never hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so over there, like women especially gain, gain weight. I, I gained weight, too, a little bit. Wait, and in the military? In the military. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, people think military, especially when I came here, I had, like, short hair. They're like, G.I. Jane. I wasn't like that. <laughs> I had, like, an office job. I actually have a oh. problem with my feet that lowered my, what they call, physical profile. So I wasn't in a comp. I was in a boot camp. I was a oh, sergeant. Okay. But m my work was, like, almost like a social worker mm -hmm. over there. Uh -huh. So uh, it wasn't very physical. Uh, so I'm, I'm really, it's a surprise how it kind of ended up taking up my life, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's my story. Okay. Um, so my name is Sochi and my capoeira name is Sochi. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you put a little bit of accent. Try, try. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, my original name was, uh, Morena, mm -hmm. but once I changed schools, from Heises de Brazil to Batuki, they looked at me and they're like, you are not Morena enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry about um, it. I was actually kind of nameless for a little bit, and mm -hmm. it was so close to my regular name, people just kind of called me so Sochi, and um, it stuck. So. so I'm confused. What does it mean? <laughs> Sochi means luck. Luck. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought, so, I thought that was luck. like sarcasm because everybody calls you Sochi, so they were like, I thought, so, I I thought, I honestly, I thought it was right. like, you know, <laughs> Professor Eugene, Sochi. Oh, no, like, no, you no, know, no. I, or Mariano, like. I, I, it was Boa Sochi, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I first started with Heises de Brazil and I trained with them in downtown uh, for about four years. Mm -hmm. And then um, there was some falling out with some people there and then I um, visited one of the Friday classes and fell in love. Donna was uh, the music teacher, Phil was the um, Angola teacher and uh, they were just super helpful with my beating bow, stringing it up and I just, it was the one of the best classes I had ever been to and just mm. kept going and uh Started in 2003 and uh, never really stopped until I got pregnant. And then it was just completely different after that. I didn't feel safe playing. Um, I like to play and 
engage in a game, and I felt like it was it was too much going on. In you my mean head. engage? Do you mean like get rough, or do you mean like just playing around a lot? Get rough. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just saying. And I mean, like for the record, it's getting rough. No, it, <laughs> was it? Is that what it was? Yeah, like takedowns, and right. I didn't feel. I remember that. I remember seeing with... you. Uh, when I first started playing capoeira and going and visiting, I've heard you definitely stories. had a. I'm not that bad. No, no. And for, <laughs> for, for someone as a beginner at that time, I was just like, "Whoa! All right, cool. <laughs> Let's go." <laughs> uh, well, that's kind of how we started. You yeah. know, we would do do a lot of takedowns, and you had to be ready. So I trained that way, and um, coming to Batuki, it was a little bit different. You know, there's a lot more trickery and. Um, it's definitely opened up my game, but, you know, being with, you know, holding, carrying all that in my belly, it just, uh, I didn't feel, I didn't feel comfortable. Uh-huh. So I ended up doing a lot more yoga. Interesting. And walking. <laughs> in Capoeira, um, I'm, I don't know how to approach it because there's so many of you and there's so much knowledge that I want to ask. Uh, I guess my question would first start off at the beginning for each of you. Just answer, come out and say it. Uh, what happened when you guys found out you were pregnant? And kind of, uh, where were you guys at in your in your Capoeira journey? Anyone? Whoever's first. Whoever wants to. Um, oh. Naomi? Well, I mean, I think I would start with before getting pregnant. I think, I, I think a lot of people, women who are in Capoeira, actually end up waiting or not having babies for a while because their life is kind of consumed by capoeira in a way like for me that was actually a big factor i was always like well if i get pregnant like i'm not gonna be able to train anymore so you you knew coming into it when you decided like this is gonna change yeah like i knew and i think for a lot of years i was like i don't know if i want to have a baby because that would probably, I mean, that will change my life, and I, you know, I won't be able to train train as much, and then, um, but, you know, we get to this age where, right. you know, we kind of... You want to, like, it, buckle down, and I need to make the decision. Right, and right. biologically, we kind of, you know, there's a certain age. That's a whole other level that I don't understand. have a baby, right? Right. So, um, but at the time I got pregnant, I definitely wanted to have a baby, um, and so I knew, especially in the beginning, because for me, like the first trimester, I was worried. Of, I didn't want to train because I didn't want to like have a miscarriage or something to happen. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of women don't tell people in the first trimester because anything, you know, of course. Can happen. So mm-hmm. you came into it. You knew you wanted to get pregnant. Um, what were some things that kind of you were anticipating in terms of your body since you already knew what you were getting into um I mean I wasn't really sure because I actually I had talked to a lot of women capoeiristas who had been pregnant and trained throughout their pregnancies and were like it's fine just train you know some women are like I went to Brazil when I was six months pregnant and trained the whole time Mm -hmm. so I was like oh maybe I can be one of those people you Mm -hmm. know like I really didn't know I was used to training all the time but a little bit before I got pregnant, I had kind of slowed down with training, mm-hmm. kind of in a way to even get pregnant, okay. you know, because I mean, you kind of, for some women, you have to kind of s- slow your body down. And I was just always going, going, going. So you were actually planning to get pregnant. Like you guys were trying? No. no. Okay. So you're nodding your, <laughs> nodding your head. No. Okay. Well, so it just happened. Well, it's the whole slowing down part that it, it's this slowing down so that it could be possible. Okay. Yeah. So there, but there's potential, like, were you kind of, like, in the back of my head, like... Yeah, because, I mean, I was, you know, getting up there in age and, mm-hmm. want, you know, wanting to get pregnant. Um, or just feeling like I had to because of my age. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so, so I didn't really know what to expect. And mm-hmm. actually, I thought, like, I think I just said, I thought I would be one of those people who actually trained at least till I was, like, six, seven months pregnant. But and then was- what happened... So I didn't train for most of the first trimester uh-huh. because I was worried about something happening and I didn't want mm-hmm. to tell people. And then after, you know, I, I started telling people, then I trained for about another month or two. And then my body, like Sochi was saying, like, you know, it's just, it felt un- not like kind of unsafe, but also like my body couldn't do the things that I was used to doing before. Mm-hmm. And then I started feeling like, 
man, that kind of sucks. Like, I really want to do a bridge, or I really want to do this, and I know I can do more, but I can't right now. Uh-huh. So it's, it just got a little bit frustrating. Where, uh, when did you find out? Because we actually got a funny story from Akko. Akko was training, and she was throwing up and not telling anyone. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh. We'll she... play that. T- we'll play her take for you guys, like, after, but... Yeah, yeah it was really cute. She's was hilarious. Like, she didn't tell anybody. I, I thought cool so really bad because I thought I kicked her or something. And oh, so you were there. So you were there. Like you kicked her so hard. So cute. See, see. After I played her, she went to the restroom. Like threw up, and you're like, man, that Benza was crazy. Yeah, I think I remember that too. But you know, Akko like had the flu a lot and stuff because she works with preschool kids. So I remember. I think I do remember that day. But I was like, it's just you know, she's sick. She works with preschoolers. And then I think eventually she ended up telling us. But I don't know when, I can't even remember. Like, were you training and then you were like, crap, I'm pregnant? <laughs> no. That's I, exactly what we got from her. Because that's like, what, her. I think maybe I got nauseous or something once, but I I was just like, well, I think I probably just played too hard or something. I probably <laughs> some water. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, I don't remember. I don't have any crazy throw, because I didn't have, I didn't even throw up in the first trimester. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, I didn't How about you, Sochi? How was uh, everything for you in the beginning? Uh, well, I had just gotten my professor cord. And wow. I was like, it's on. I'm going to start training. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. on. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, I didn't feel I was ready for it. So I felt like I really needed to train more and travel more and um, was doing a little bit more of that in the summer. And around September, I noticed that I was a little bit late, later than, you know, sometimes you get late, and I'm like, oh, this feels different. Uh, I think, could it be? Oh, I'm thinking about it, and came home from work and picked up a test from Rite Aid, and sure enough. So it was <laughs> a like, hunch, and you were right. Yeah. And so what then? Like, what were you thinking? What's next? What's, what? What's well, I continued plan? to train, but I knew that I needed to make a lot of changes in life, uh-huh. you know? Um, you know, it was like, okay, now my whole body's going to change. You know, where am I going to live? I knew that the first year of being a mom, I wanted to um, be at home. So you were going to, yeah. And make so I've been a teacher for, since 2006. And um, I was like, okay, well, what do I have to do to prepare for that year off? You know, I knew I wanted a nurse. I knew I wanted to make sure that I gave it my all, you know, um, I didn't want to have the baby at a hospital, so I wanted to have either a birthing center or some kind of midwife, doula, to, um, help me through it, um, For those who don't know what a doula is, can you give us a little background on what that is? Uh, well, a doula is just a person who supports the mom, uh-huh. um, before the baby comes, during, and even after. Okay. Um, so I didn't end up getting a doula, but the midwife that I, that I was able to get was, um, the midwife that birthed my husband. So. Wow. Yeah. So what? It's a second That's generation. a cool yeah. story. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So, but it was like, okay, now I'm going to study. How? What do I have to do? Mm-hmm. What's going on with my body? It just kind of opened up a whole nother, um journey and avenue um, of understanding womanhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's crazy. Donna, now that you're kind of, I think I feel you like you're kind of at that place where they were at, mm-hmm. like even more fresh. How many months pregnant are you? I am 28 weeks. 28 so I think weeks. that's almost seven. Seven. So how was it for you in the beginning? I remember seeing a few posts you were sharing. <laughs> yeah, how did you I find was... out? Well, uh, you know, pregnancy was a big decision for us. We've been married for like, at this point it's 14 years. So I've been married wow. for a long time. And my husband has been very patient because, you know, um, Capoeira is my job. And I started a school, so it wasn't something that I was taking lightly. And I've always been very proud of the fact that I was, you know, uh, constantly working on my skill because, uh, you know, for me it was like what kind of an artist I am, what kind of a representative I am as far as like women in this art and somebody that is not Brazilian if, if, if I'm not um, improving. And for me... I, when I decided to have Capoeira in my career, it was, uh, okay, eight hours of my day is going to go towards Capoeira. 
And it doesn't mean training, but training was definitely part of every day. And if it's gymnastics or the gym or lifting, I was into that for a while, or yoga or swimming or whatever. So that was a very huge part of my life. Um, and I kind of give, I always had excuses when we were talking about that. We're like, oh, maybe when my school is bigger, maybe when this has happened or when that happened. And, you know, to kind of touch on what Naomi said, um, oh, I, I was thinking of not getting pregnant because that would change my life. I think doing a lot of meditation really helped me realize that your life is changing regardless. Mm -hmm. Your cup weather is changing regardless. And I think in that sense, there's something like that we have as an advantage as women to force us to think of the balance that needs to come into your life. Because, you know, I think we live in an age where because of what we do, we look good, we're in shape, we could do a lot of stuff that other people can't do, you could dye your hair black again, you could, <laughs> seriously, yeah. you, you could live in a delusion that you are, mm -hmm. you know, 22 forever, mm -hmm. and I see certain men that are like that, mm -hmm. you know, and before you know it, if you don't deal with that aspect of your life, that, that life is constantly changing and your cup what is changing, mm -hmm. you're going to turn out to be you know, old with your injuries and nobody to really like know none of that wealth have been developed in your life because students come and go. Yeah. Students, there's one in a, in a hundred or two hundred that is going to take this and make it a school and support you mm -hmm. to that level. And, but, you know, students go, they, they get married, they move, they go to another group, they, you know, so I think sometimes, not I say that a lot, I think not for nothing, Capoeira is a lot of times compared to like, you know, you, you have so many songs about cities and mermaids. Because the story of mermaids is like the beauty of them and the beauty of the singing was so profound. Sailors would get lost in sea. And I could see that. Some people just get lost in Capoeira. Mm. Mm -hmm. So for me, once I realized that, you know, change is inevitable duh right yeah. <laughs> and i might as well step you know with courage into a meaningful change as opposed to one day wake up like you know 45 and i was like oh my god like this is all it's a lot you know your work i'm proud of my work but i want more in life i think we are a full house and there's different rooms in there you know there's like you being a mother, there's you being a grandmother, there's mm -hmm. you being like, there's my husband being a dad. Like, don't I want to see that part of this house that I live in? Anyway, so I had like a lot of spiritual work that, that led up to it. And then... Clearly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then in, in August, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, we're just going to... I cleaned myself before from, like, birth control. I hated that. I was like, I'm eating all organic and spending all this money, then I'm shoving all the <laughs> birth control. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't make any sense. That's so, actually shocking because I, I never even think you thought you were taking that. I mean. Oh, yeah. Because you are doing organic and stuff. I'm just yeah. lazy. No, no. <laughs> I just was really. I, I just, <laughs> it makes me crazy. Er, no, it makes no, me crazy. No, birth control pills? Yeah. yeah I, I know. I haven't taken I, I almost <laughs> lost all my friends in high school because of the pill. No. Oh, my. Yeah, no, that shit makes you crazy. I mean, like, yeah. emotionally crazy. Like, my hair was falling out. Like, oh, my no, God. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, shit was free like, at Planned you know. Parenthood. Well, no, they just, just give it to you, like. They're like, here's like a candy. here's twelve, and then here's some day after pills, and here's a bag of condoms in yeah. an unmarked paper bag that, of course, everybody knows what the fuck is in there. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, no, I that's a surprise. That. I'm just saying. No, I, I, it, it, it clicked for me. So at the beginning of the year, we, we stopped. I, I stopped taking that, and then, uh, you know, I was like, okay, let's. I, I. It's it. Funny enough, Capoeira get, got into there because it really reminded <laughs> me of it gymnastics. You know, like you stand there, and a lot of the progress that you make with for me for gymnastics is just a matter of going for it. 
And it was like, okay, you... <laughs> okay, no. I thought my mind was the only one in the gutter, so Sochi's laughing. Poor Sochi. No, but I'm saying, like, it's like, a lot of it is, like, standing at the edge of a cliff and just jumping. Oh, absolutely, I'm sure. It's a big deal. It's a big decision. So, f- for me, I started, and, and uh, uh, we kind of, like, said, okay, let's... We're gonna have a baby, and then like it. it uh, I had an idea. I had an idea that um, I was pregnant, and as opposed to to Naomi, I I didn't change anything in the first trimester, and it was very hard. Like training was extremely hard because I I really did. I did gymnastic up after the third month. Wow. What kind Wait, of but, oh, what sorry. kind of tr- like training like, were you doing? Like, interval training, running on the beach, push-ups, burpees, the stairs. Uh, on gymnastic. a scale of, like, 1 to 10, 10 being, like, I'm, like, th- going to throw up, what would you... What I, would you I, didn't, I didn't lower my intensity from before. Oh, wow. So, and, but did you not... Had you not told anyone that you were pregnant? So, my, my way of dealing with that was when I went to the studio and I trained, with the advanced class especially, I said, oh, I just recovered from an injury, so... I just so you definitely take kept it, it easy under wraps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then people were like, oh, "Are you pregnant?" <laughs> wow, <laughs> <laughs> they knew. Like, yeah. uh, no, I, I you would still train yes. even if you are injured. Huh? Huh? Wouldn't you still, still train, train if you were injured? Yeah, she would. Yeah, no, but you know, you you know what you could do. Yeah. I I didn't say I was injured. I was like, listen, I'm recovering from something, mm-hmm. so please don't don't uh, no takedowns or anything like that. And people understood. Um, and then you pick and choose, you know, I wasn't an idiot too. Like, I'm not gonna, there's certain people that I just knew I, at this point right now, you know, being where I'm at, I totally, uh, you know, like I had my anniversary, I only played Muitu or something. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't play just anybody. And, you know, just like Naomi said, it now doing Capoeira is not really as fun as before. And like Sochi said, you know. Yeah, yeah I, my game is definitely not what it was before as far as, like, what I enjoy doing. But Capoeira is my job. It's part of my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can't I can't say, oh, you know, like, let's say the color of my... I'm Middle Eastern. It's uncomfortable. This is me. Mm-hmm. This is... It could Other people could have a different experience. But for me, it was like, oh, I'm not comfortable being Middle Eastern right now. Because, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm just going to stop that, and then I'll come back to that. Like, for me, Capoeira is like... It's, it's a part of it's, who it's, you It's are. such an integral part of who I am. And, you know, that's something that Akko's husband told me. I don't know if you even know. That really touched me. He was like, listen, you know, one year you, you open a school, another year you make a CD, and another year you have a baby. And that's part of your work. Yeah. And for me, that was, like, really profound. I was like... There is a room for women like me in this community. And the fact that I'm still training, I'm learning so much. Besides the fact that it's like, you know, I've never bought anything large in my life. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I've never, the only large thing that is in my closet is youth large. Wow. You know, so I. <laughs> so your body is, is that never, realization. I've never, ha- I've never been over 120 pounds. Never. So for me, like, to go into a studio and even take like dance classes now, because I, you know, I, I'm not doing gymnastics anymore, so I have to fill that day with something else. So, to, so to, to do like dance classes now, yeah, and like look at yourself in the mirror for an hour, like looking like you know, I'm not saying. I'm huge, but like it's, it's such a learning experience because I have students that are overweight, mm-hmm. and I'm like, come on, just do this. But I, you know, to go to a class, you don't know how to do whatever they're doing, and to be there, I had a few moments where I was like, man, I just want to get out of here. Oh wow, it's hard, wow. you know, especially working at fitness, and you're like, what does it mean? And when people come, it's already like a challenge. Yeah. Yes, but you know. The other day, at the the last month, you know, I can't spot kids or I can't spot my students. So, what a great learning experience it is for the highest student for me to be like, here, listen, I'm gonna put your hand right here, mm-hmm. and she's gonna go. Just, don't just throw her. You're gonna have to push it, 
push her a little bit more here. It's it's good for everybody. And I think everybody could learn from this experience. So, you know, I know it's very hard and I know people are... You know, my journey is my journey. Mm -hmm. And it, I think any woman that is thinking of getting pregnant or afraid of it... Personally, for me, I hate not doing... I hate getting motivated because of fear, you know? That's why I think I took on, like, gymnastics, even though I'm very bad at it. And I've made progress just because I really don't like that. I don't like fear having a, a, a hold on us. So if you are afraid of having a baby, that's something to look at. Mm -hmm. And if you are afraid, why is it? Because you're so attached to what you could do with your body, blah, blah, blah. You know, and again, you're afraid to train during your pregnancy. I think there's a room for, like, exploring that. I'm not saying do anything you're not you're uncomfortable with. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, in other words, I don't think that's a reason. Capoeira is not a reason why not to make advancement in your personal life. It should be a tool mm -hmm. to help you tackle that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, f for these ladies, they, they train however they train throughout their pregnancy. I think my journey is a little bit different because this is my job and, you know, this is my career. Um, so for me, you know, a lot of women are like, oh, what, you, you train, you do this? My mom even, like, freaking out. I was like, well, did you work during your pregnancy? <laughs> like, did yeah. you still go to the office? I know it's different line of work, but... It's still doing stuff. It's you still know, living your life. I've done... People would look at some, some of the stuff that I would do and be like, oh, come down. I was... I've been spinning, like, let's say a, a head spin. I've been spinning on my head since, that's the first move, cool, quote-unquote <laughs> move that I learned in Capoeira. If doesn't feel good, I would know, because this is like yeah. something that, handstands is like something that I've done for a long time. So, yeah, I saw you, know, you doing that today, and I'm just like seeing your belly, and like, this woman is training and her belly's going. I'm like, girl, you go. No, but <laughs> when it doesn't, and that's another thing, because like my ego comes up too. Because mm -hmm. I see certain videos, like there's uh, Mestin Noah, she's from Israel. When I talked to a, a student of hers, she was doing, she was doing gymnastics till eight months. Oh my God. And I can't, I can't do that. Like, I stopped gymnastics, not necessarily because it physically felt bad. Mm -hmm. Emotionally, it, was, it ended up getting to a point where I started crying at the gym to the coach. I was like, what do you think? Should I still do this? And oh. wow. He's like, why are you crying? Who cares about a butterfly? You're having a baby. <laughs> this is a Russian just coach. just like putting it in perspective. Yeah, no. And, and that's exactly it. Like, for me, it was just not fun because I was just not landing stuff. So mm -hmm. to go to twice a week and train and fail for like 45 minutes after a warm-up is not fun mm -hmm. so I think as long as you listen to yourself you know and for me like okay it doesn't feel good then it doesn't feel good enough but like you know there's a tendency a lot of times of this like fragileness of like <gasps> you know we're built to last women have done this and worked and mm -hmm. farmed during their pregnancy. I'm not saying every woman should kind of like, okay, let me go right now to war <laughs> on, 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 on my eighth week, on, on my eighth month. But I'm saying like, you know, don't be afraid to like see what comes up throughout this process. I think it's actually really interesting. And the fact that you are uncomfortable, there's something to learn from that. Mm -hmm. You were saying about the process. Was there anything for you guys in the process that you remember that you kind of... Uh, want to share about your body, maybe something about, like, the physical aspect, maybe in your training? I mean... Well, okay. <laughs> no. Jesus! I, I saw, like, Did you not even, like, wait, like, Ty is here. I saw puzzled looks, so I'm just like... There's a lot of things going through my mind, but I think the most important thing for me is to, like Donna was saying, just listen to your body and listen, and then honor your body, because for me, like, I, you know, it's Donna's job, and for me, I was working throughout my pregnancy, so I was, like, super tired when I got home from work, and mm -hmm. honestly, I felt like pregnancy gave me a time to finally sit down and relax, which I mm -hmm. never did before, because I was always training, like, 
almost every like day. Like you go to work, work and then you go straight to yeah. Which is what I'm doing right now. And that's yeah. a that's a yeah. privilege. I'm well yeah. aware that that's a privilege <laughs> that I have time to. Yeah. This is yeah. the only thing that I do. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, definitely. Like I missed it. I, you know, all throughout the pregnancy, I was like, I can't wait to go back. Um, and then after having the baby is a whole nother story. So I don't know if we're going to get there tonight. <laughs> How about you, Sochi? Oh, I'm trying to think. I think for me, the spiritual growth, um, not necessarily planning to have a child and it coming not planned. Um, I felt like I really need to settle down, listen more to what was going on. So I felt like I felt more comfortable doing yoga, walking, being outside in nature, mm. um, working with kids for, for my day job. I mean, it's, um, you know, there's so many questions that came to my mind. How do I want, what kind of parents am I going to be? How am I going to um, introduce the world to this, to this child that's growing? Um, and what food am I putting into my body and every little decision I was making was going to affect that child that's growing in me. So I wanted to be very conscious as, as to what I was doing. So um, there was this book called Birthing from Within that, mm-hmm. I, that I really liked a lot about, um, and then just kind of developing some ceremony around, around this birth. You know, um, the women in my life, I try to bring closer to, to the experience, you know, from from the elders, you know, to my friends who had, who had birthed um, a couple children and, you know, just really trying to prepare myself. Um, I was, I knew I wanted to take this journey on and not take any drugs and try to keep it as, in, as least invasive as possible. Mm-hmm. And um, so I felt like I really need to develop that warrior spirit with, you know, um, you know, and more through meditation and relaxation and being mm-hmm. calm, you know, and, and like water rather than that, um, that spirit where you're like pushing through a hard workout. Charging It was through. completely different from what I was used to doing with my body. So the intensity definitely like mellowed out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think this is why... It's very interesting to go through that with Capoeira because Capoeira is not only fighting. Yeah. And yeah. I think like the fact that, you know, we get go through this stage where you can't push through. So what is your game going to look like? How are you going to change yeah. that? Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's something really interesting that it's can a, come out of that it's exploration. It's a whole other metamorphosis of your game. Yeah. Did I, you guys um, come out different? In the end, well, not in the end, but now that you're coming back and you're training, do you see something differently in your game? Do you see something different in the way you're approaching it? Uh, well, Naomi? I just want to say for me, like, even though I really don't get a chance to train that often, it, get Capoeira just, it never leaves. Like, it's, it's, there's always the community there. Like, I mm-hmm. come back tonight and everyone's so welcoming it's like you you know it's like a family it's like a community so it's not like it's not just about the movement at all it Mm. it is a community and so and I feel really lucky to have that still you know and and I can be gone forever and you know like Jammers was like Oh, it's so good to see you. We What's have to do a podcast. What's it going to take to get you out here? <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to have a podcast. Whenever exactly. I'm training, I'm like, why does it take me? Well, I know why. Cause no, like and you said that. You're like, why things. does it take you? I was like, I don't know. I apparently had to make up a podcast. <laughs> and you guys had to get pregnant. And I had to you guys but, but in some ways, it feels better to, like, because also I started doing a lot more yoga, especially after the birth. Like, mm-hmm. And I feel like that's helped my body recover because I, I had a long birth and I, and I didn't want to do any drug, you know, take, yeah, have an epidural. And, but I ended up having it. And I think, and I, now I have like back pain and oh, stuff. Really? And, I mean, I don't know if it's from that. I think I had lower back pain before anyways. And then with carrying the baby and like always having like 20 billion bags now, it's just like, man, my body <laughs> is out of whack. So I'm, you know, doing more yoga and mm-hmm. different things and bringing it back. And then like tonight, you know, I hadn't, I think I trained this is the second time I've trained since last November oh, wow. and 
but I, it feels good. It felt great, you know, and in my head, I'm like, I need to do this more often. Um, so just finding the time and making it a priority and just shifting the schedule around and also not feeling guilty about, because I also work and I go to school. So I don't see my baby all day, you know? So by the time I get home, it's like, I want to spend the evening with my baby. Like I I don't want to go. That was something I encountered when I had a change and it's just my job Mm -hmm. or like, my uh, fellow, my friend was like, no, don't worry, we'll always be here. And mm-hmm. it's interesting to hear your side of that also. Right. How about you, Sachi? Uh, well, as far as the game itself, I haven't seen myself play. I know everything. You still from- play rough. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got some, I got some bruises in the shape of your really? foot. Really? <laughs> I'm just sipping my tea here and even in my business. I, yeah, ideally, I, I completely thought I had, like, calmed down and ego has kind of left the, left the room. But, um, you know, I don't feel as competitive or I don't know if that was how I felt before about playing. But it just, um, I feel very humble mm. about playing and my approach to the game. Uh, I just want to play. I just want to be around the music. I want to be around the community. Um, it feels really good to be around. Um, I get inspired constantly, especially with Muito's school and his students. And um, it's not about, you know, taking someone down. Maybe I always wanted to before. <laughs> right. But it's really developed a conversation um, that I feel like I've been just open more to the dialogue with other people and, you know, seeing improvement within my physical strength. And um, it's nice. It feels good. And my priorities have shifted so much. Um, I'm just lucky to play. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't really care about my next chord. I don't care if I'm taken down. I just want to be in the game. (laughs) You just want to play? I just want to play. I want to hear the music. um, And I want to be able to pass that to my daughter. So um, any ways to practice at home, which I don't get to a lot. But Mm -hmm. when we do, you know, she'll be in the bathtub. We'll be, you know, that was one of her first songs was... Uh, Santo Antonio quiero agua, <laughs> So are, are you facing those same things? Are you starting to like? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Act? Like his father also trains, and so and he teaches on Sundays. So we bring him always on Sundays to his class. So he's getting to see his father teaching, and he's already playing the bidding bow, like the kid size one, and like no, it's mine, give it to me, and like trying to play it and and he's super active so i mean i know he's going to be like the next oh, yeah. something so i just can't wait like it's so exciting to to see that and to know that like okay maybe i'm not going to be what i thought i could be in capoeira but um, the next generation is there and it's so beautiful <laughs> to see it you know yeah i forget you know? what mesta told me but he's just like you know there's no rush take your time yeah. coming back and and in doing so I feel like you just, it's part of that journey. Like Donna said, you know, whatever, whether you go back to gymnastics or whether you focus on music or, you know, just being around it, being around the community and figuring out another approach mm-hmm. to that journey is, um, is probably where it's at. I think there's so many lessons that, you know, you guys going back to training or doing this, would give also the kid, you know, some, a lot of times, I think women are being pushed with this idea of like, I need to, motherhood is sacrifice, but (laughs) no, at least that's what I grew up with, you know, like a daughter of an immigrant, Mm -hmm. and like, I don't know if it's a Jewish thing, I'm sure it is. No, it's a cultural thing, because Eugene and I are first generations Americans, and Mm -hmm. I mean, I still get, I'm 33, and I still get, we sacrifice so much for you, and yeah. we want, we don't want you guys to suffer, or blah, and blah, blah. And that's, that's a good mom. Yeah. That's a good Absolutely, mom. If you, yeah. if you, and my mom even said that. She was like, oh, I can't wait for you to have this baby and then sit at home. I was like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> sit at home like she wants she you to really sit. She really wants you to slow to down not, and just be at home. Yeah. She, okay. You, you know, because I think she just wants me to be safe and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand it. So being home is safe. That's it's what a she different knows. time. 
But it's definitely a different time, and I think there's so much for the kid to learn from you insisting on your passion. Mm -hmm. That's one. And then two, like, you know, Naomi was saying how, oh, the kid is so active, and he's definitely, like, taking the beating about, you know, not to bring in too much spirituality, but somebody told me this, and it really touched me, is this idea that this kid, this child chose you, Mm -hmm. you know? Whatever you believe that is out there, that soul chose to come to this world through you and knowing what you are and what you do. And I think, like, when somebody told me that, like, have confidence in that, you know, that you know best, nobody else could tell you. Like, you listen and there's advice that elders would give you, but that it's not the world that our parents lived in. It's not the world that our mothers have lived in. You know, we have different challenges and really, another elder in my family told me this. If you're not doing something to piss off your <laughs> your elders, then you're doing something wrong. Seriously, because mm, there's true. change that comes with your action. No, I, I And, agree. like, women are not at the same position that our mothers and grandmothers were at for a reason. Time, because right. they did stuff that people mm-hmm. were like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So I... I don't think, I I think all of you guys, what you're saying is a testimony of that. And I don't think like, oh, especially if you look at what's going on in like media or movies, this idea like, oh, you get married, life is over. You have a kid, life is over. Not necessarily. There's like, I think this is like a first, women have not been in cup with it for very long. No. no. And so, that's one of the Yeah. So that's amazing. huge. Yeah. Now we have pregnant women. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, how does that look? What does that look to teachers? What does that yeah. look to women teaching? And that's what we We're wanted, creating that. That's what know? we wanted to raise up in our podcast was just issues that have never been. If they're never been discussed up. because they've never been an issue. Yeah. So I think this. I, I think we're creating. We're figuring it out as we go, mm-hmm. and there's no right. I guess that's my point. There's no right answer. Mm-hmm. You know, it could look like Sochi's experience. It could look like Naomi's experience. It could look like Ako. Me, it could look like that lady, Mr. Miller, that was flipping till eight months. That's her kids answer. are healthy. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're doing good. She's happy. Her family's happy. She has a school. The world didn't stop. So, yeah. That is... I'm, I'm like, blown away right now. Because, I mean, this is... I'm Again, this is not my world. I am only kind of, like, oh. dipping into it. So it's very cool to hear... Like, just those different perspectives, those different journeys. And it's kind of, like, lighting a fire in me. Eugene <laughs> <laughs> actually has more experience. Get no, like, I want to get pregnant He has now. more experience like, in pregnancy than I do. Like, go ahead and explain <laughs> your experience. Well, like I said, it was just with my friend. Like, during her entire pregnancy, she told me all these little tidbits of information about her pregnancy. I watched videos on the development of the of the. Of, of the baby, like in the first few, this the first trimester, just that in, in itself blew my mind. It, um, I helped my friend um, through her pregnancy. I was in the delivery room. She asked me to be in there, and then just it's just experience in me wanting to have kids and just asking questions and be gen- like genuinely interested. So a lot of the questions just come from that place. I don't have like any like formal knowledge or training or anything like that. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. So I understand why you're talking about cleansing your body he's been in delivery rooms too I watched the baby come out and I'm just completely like (laughs) engulfed in the magic of the birth of a child it's just like you know it's gonna happen but then when you see it happen there's just something there that's undeniable like it's just so much bigger Mm -hmm. than than what you think it would be so to hear you guys kind of share your stories I'm just like wow this is beautiful and i'm glad we have this to share this with our community so it's just like i'm really like uh excited to see where what what's going to be next for capoeira what's going to be next for everyone that's listening and for you guys as well like like i can't wait to hear in a couple months from you how's your training how's your training how's your school how's the baby kicking when you play the beating bow like all these things are coming to my mind so i'm definitely excited for that here we go Guys, thank you so much for thank coming you. and getting together. Yeah, this was awesome. It we, was a little hard getting us all together. But I feel I'm, like every interview that we do, yeah. it's like to, by the skin of our teeth, we need to, we're always like running crazy with our heads off. Yes, <laughs> and look- then just trying to like line stuff up because we go through so much. So 
No, thank you guys for coming in and taking class. And no, thank you for doing the podcast. It's amazing. I'm excited. Um, is there anything that you guys want to share? Like any last final thoughts? Anything about your just anything that um, maybe stuck out for you um, throughout your whole process and kind of like what you want to share? I know it's not the statement, but just your feeling on it. Yeah. Go! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're, we're gonna totally like. No, that was awesome. We're gonna just put like go, and then we're gonna. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you guys friends? Mm-hmm. Like everyone's gonna tell you how to do things, as your elder said, and you guys all figured it out. So I guess I, I feel like that's the 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 the, the, the theme, the message. Yes. Like, everyone's different. Everyone has a journey. Just mm-hmm. accept it for what it is and enjoy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 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 I hate to say I like the one person that can't get pregnant. I know, the one yeah. person that can't get pregnant. No, I, and I think it's just that whole indecisiveness we were having earlier. It's just, I'm going to decide to no, make this statement. No, it's not indecisive. <laughs> I think they know what they want to say. They're just a little bit like, you go. No, she was going to say something. Well, I I agree. I think if if we could take anything out of that is that this interview is that really everybody's journey is different. But also, like, I know that for me, I'm realizing it more and more. People are going to have their advice. And yes, it's difficult. (laughs) Oh, you don't know anything yet. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is is a beautiful example. Because that's that's a lot of women that I meet will be like, oh, it's going to get way worse. And this is going to happen. That's going to happen. It really comes down to taking it one day at a time. Anything meaningful in your life takes a little bit of effort. And, you know, you could look at it as like, oh, it's difficult. I'm not going to. It's difficult to go to college. It's difficult to have a relationship for more Mm -hmm. than like a year, two years. Like for us, we've been together for 14 years. Everything in life, you could look at it as as difficult or you could look at it as a challenge that's going to make you a better person. So I think like a lot of times I could even see myself. I could go to other girls. Yeah, this was difficult. And that was it. (laughs) You know what? Who knows? It could be that this person's pregnancy is going to be like nothing, like a right. walk in the park. Like in the park. Some park. women have their labor in an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, even a first pregnancy. So as much as I appreciate it, you guys, it's like experience. You know, you have to take it with a grain of salt. Be like, okay, this was you. Yeah. What is the reason for worrying about stuff in the future that I have no control over? Mm-hmm. You know? And... Even if it's going to exact, happen exactly like Sochi's or exactly like Naomi's, why do I have to go through it twice? Like, not only listening to it, imagining it, worrying about it, there's really no point. I think if anything you take out of this interview is that this is something that women and people have done for s- thousands of years. Yeah. And even though it's, 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 a, it's a sacrifice, somebody has done it for you. Somebody mm-hmm. has done it, and that's why you're listening to this right now. Mm-hmm. You know? So, uh, it's part of life. It's a beautiful part of life, and it's something that's going to teach you. And even though it's difficult, listen to whatever people say, but it really is, to a certain degree, uh, insignificant, because you're going to have your own experience. That's my my final thought. No, I mean, I totally agree. Everyone's experience is different, and, like, all of ours here, and we all used to, all of us, Sochi, Akko, me, Donna, used to be the ones at the studio training all the time, and each one of us has a different experience. And all of us, all of our experiences are because we chose those experiences. It's not like we're hating motherhood or anything and it's not allowing us to train because we are training and um and you know like I chose to go back to school and shift careers Mm -hmm. you know and so because of that I also don't have a lot of time to train but it's not because I don't want to train it's because 
you know, I'm trying to do something so that I can be more fulfilled in life and, you know, create a better life for my baby and my family. Mm. And then eventually when I have more time, I can do the things that I also want to do. It's just like there's so many things that I want to do in Mm -hmm. life. It's like, you know, there's... Like this isn't forever. Right. It's not forever. Yeah. And and then it doesn't even feel like a sacrifice. Like seeing my baby is wonderful. Like that's another beautiful thing right there. And Donna's going to be able to bring her baby to train with her all the time. And, you know, like, it's it's just going to be, it's going to be amazing. Who so. knows? Maybe, maybe I won't. Maybe I have to take <laughs> You know, but it's, seriously, there's no point of, my yeah. point is, like, you, you have to take it one, one day at a time. Yeah, you, we don't yeah. know yet. Yeah, I just wanted to say that Capoeira has always kept me grounded um, and connected to earth with um, the instruments the beating bow, and uh, I know toward the end, what was at the end? I, I had grown some gourds, and a little bit after that, I found out that I was pregnant, and I just kept growing stuff, tomatoes, and, you know, trying to learn more about the soil, and I felt like that's kind of what was happening with my body, mm-hmm. and um, and I think it was like a really good outlet, and and way of, of connecting to being an earth mama. <laughs> and um, I feel like that's been part of the journey, not just in Capoeira, but as a, as a mother, um, trying to figure out what my role is and, um, you know, teaching kids and just trying to be more connected to, to the earth and to this um, art form. It's like something I'm tending every day with, you know, as long as I get to do something for 10 minutes or, you know, checking out the garden and seeing what's new and kind of responding to, to nature. Um, so, uh, it's been, it's been interesting and a lot of growth in so many other ways, but Capoeira isn't just about movement. It's about, um, you know, whatever you make it. And so I think that's that's the beauty of it, and it's endless, and it's 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 a re, it's constant. It's, there's a constant reward in anything that you focus on. So whether it's growing, whether it's uh, practicing music or movement, you know, it all kind of works together to to release and to share and to um, and to exchange with other people. And I feel so grateful to continue doing it. And um, wouldn't give it up for anything. You know. Well, it's definitely been the beautiful struggle, for sure. I like that. Beautiful struggle. Awesome, guys. Thank you again. Um, We're going to wrap it up today. Do you guys have anything you guys want to share? Anything you guys want to plug? Donna? Yeah. Uh, There's an event that he said Gian is doing in Miami. And uh, I'll be over there March 7th teaching uh, drumming. It's like a women's event. Very exciting. Uh, Also, if you guys are ever in South Bay, uh, our school is right there, and we would love to have you as a guest. You can find us on Facebook under Capoeira Batuki South Bay uh, or my name, Dana, D-A-N-A, Mama, like Maman. I love that. Yeah. My man. Yeah. Or collegavelia.com, whatever is easier. So you could uh, check us out. Please, uh, um, Women's History Month is coming up in March. So uh, we, you know, we've done a a video last year. Mm -hmm. It it was exactly last year called Cap with a Crush. Uh, Some. I think the title is like crushing it. Women crushing. Yeah, so if you yeah, haven't awesome. watched it, please give it a look. We're trying to get it as many hits as possible so we could put it on different venues that will reach more women outside of the community. Okay, amazing, yeah. Women and uh, outside to do stuff like this. Very cool. Thank you guys again. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank Sochi, you. Naomi, Donna. Thank I appreciate you. it. Until next time, guys. Take right. care. Bye. Oh, so yeah, so that was the episode. Uh, What I gather from this episode, Eugene, is that (laughs) I think you would like 
my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because fair enough. It I sounds agree. like you want to have a baby, and it I'm does. on my period right now, and I am not <laughs> feeling like the happiest camper. And this is a struggle. Oh, right two now. totally different struggles. I yes, I remember feeling just very much inspired and humbled by uh, by what they go through as mothers but then at the same time it just reminded me like yeah i definitely want to have a kid but <laughs> you know what i mean like have... i don't want to have a kid i'm just you know we're in different places right now <laughs> absolutely i get that and i'm in no means by a rush to like pop one out of my JJ. but uh that being said you it, don't have one i know my theoretical <laughs> i don't know whatever but yeah, it was cool. I definitely vibed off of it a lot, and I really enjoyed the conversation. No, it's a lot of food for thought for those uh, girls out there that aren't pregnant yet. Uh, but it's certainly something to think about. I think in life and end of Capoeira, and yeah. I feel like uh, you know life doesn't wait for you, and life doesn't care about your schedule. Right, and that whole that whole thing going back to like the day by day, it just applies so much. Not just in that particular mm-hmm. instance, but in everything. So. That being said, I definitely took that one piece of information away from myself. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Stay tuned for next episode where we're actually going to be talking about music. Uh, If you have any anecdotes or tips, uh, any questions as well. Yeah, any random stories about music. Some angst or something that you kind of... A gripe, I guess, about A gripe, these? perhaps. Yes, yeah. a com- that's a complaint for those of you that don't know what a gripe is. A <laughs> not, not that uh, f- your fruit is ready. That's ripe. <laughs> so just send us, um, some, send us those messages through our Twitter account, Capo Podcast, or uh, our Facebook page. Yes, we've been getting a lot of posts out there too. Yeah, uh, we're also going to do a mail uh, a mailbag portion, which I'm excited to do because we haven't really answered a lot of people's questions out there. So I want to give this to you nice and in advance. Uh, so if you think of something, let us know. We'll be taping next week. Awesome. All right, guys, uh, have a great week. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Until next time. All right, take care. <laughs>